This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I was not planning to have a stat of the day right here, but I just saw it, and uh, I got I to gotta just get right to it because this is making my heart smile, and uh, it's really just to dog the commanders a little bit. John Kime, he covers them. He says, uh, this is a bit stunning, but Washington as a football team has averaged 20 points per game only five times since the year 2000. Uh, they're, they're 28th in points per game since that year. They've averaged fewer than 18 points per game 12 times since the year 2000. Oh, thank God. I thank God every day that I'm not a Commanders fan. Can you imagine what a nightmare that would be, Brian Broaddus? Well, they've got Eric Bieniemy now. They do. See if they figure that thing out. They do. Kind of felt like they were needed a quarterback. That's probably something else they'll they'll figure out. We'll see, you know, with with the rookie who finished off the season against the Cowboys. I have a feeling they're going to be looking a little bit, maybe a little bit stronger for one. Uh, you know, in this uh, this coming draft, sitting in a pretty good spot to maybe grab one. Well, it is the G-Bag Nation on a President's Day Monday. It's great to have you in the home of the Cowboys. Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, myself, Eric Chiafalo. We'll get the general and the Wooly Bully back in the saddle coming up tomorrow, and we'll hit the Wooly Bully top 10 list of the day coming up in 20 minutes. But right now, we head out to the Diamond Factory fan hotline. We welcome in the greatness of Todd Archer, ESPN, covering our Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I wonder, Todd, do you think uh, do you thank God every day that you don't have to cover the Commanders on a daily basis? <laughs> um, that's a good one. I would say I'd be okay covering them, too, because they make as much Cowboy news as the Cowboys, so... Win or lose doesn't matter as long as you're interesting, and they're interesting, I guess. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You're just looking for storylines, and uh, there is a plethora of them. And uh, as we barrel into this NFL offseason, we have the combine around the corner, uh, decisions to be made. We were talking about Zeke earlier. Broadus is pretty convinced here that uh, Zeke in a Cowboys uniform has come and gone. And unfortunately for Zeke, his final play will be uh, that final play in San Francisco where uh, he was disguised as a center until he ended up on his back. Are you are you in agreement with Broadus? Like gut feeling, more likely than not, no Zeke. Heading into the combine, that's my gut feeling is that he's played his last snap as a cowboy, and I, and I use history a little bit as a guide, right? I mean, let's Demarcus Ware in 2013, Des Bryant in 2000. Oh gosh, when was Des? 2018, 19, 18, whatever year it was with Des. The Cowboys didn't even make offers to keep those guys on pay cut deals because they didn't want to insult them by giving them offers so low. And I could see the same thing happening when the Cowboys talk with Zeke at the combine that they're going to say, Hey, see what you can get out there. And, and good luck to you. I, I, I go, you know, you, you have a lot of money in that, in that running back room. If you're going to use a franchise tag on, on Tony Pollard, that's 10.9 or 10.09 million. Let's just call it 10.1 million. Um, what what number makes sense for the Cowboys to bring Zeke back? I think it's extremely low. And what number does it make sense for Zeke to want to come back? His effect on the locker room, to me, 
would be too it's too great to have him back on such a low contract that I just think it's it's it makes more sense to just cut bait and let him uh, continue his career somewhere somewhere else. Todd, is that the most interesting Cowboy decision in your mind for this offseason, or is there a different one? Um, I, I would say that's the most interesting one just because of everything that went into them drafting Zeke in 2016 and then the contract extension that, that they gave him in 2019 that, and how all that stuff played out. It's the most interesting, but it's not the only question. I think there's some things they need to figure out with Tyron Smith. I think there's some things they need to figure out with their free agents uh, that they got coming up. If this is a draft and develop team, you want to develop them for yourselves, not for other guys. So they have to start figuring out how to get these guys that they've developed under contract the way they used to do it, not even in that far distant past with guys like Ware and Terrence Newman and Brady James and Jason Witten and Tony Romo and, you know, Jay Ratliff, all these guys that they were able to keep before they got to their second contract. Uh, they have to figure that out again. And I don't know, I don't know how you really go about it other than, you know, just give them everything they want. And that, then that leads you into a place against the cap that you don't want to go. So I'm interested to me, another interesting storyline to me is what you do with guys that are now eligible for the big time contracts. And that's CD lamb, Trayvon Diggs, and even Biotis to a, to an extent. Um, how do you go about getting those guys under deal deals before they're able to test free agency. And to me, the number one guy to go get right now and done is C.D. Lamb because you know what he is and the number's not going to go any lower. This is the year to me that you try and do everything you can to get Lamb to an extension. Yeah, Todd, you open it up for me to ask you this question then. Who is going to be the harder of the contracts to try and get done, Lamb or Diggs? Both can be hard. Uh, So harder, I would say, coming to an agreement, I would say, or probably Trayvon Diggs because you can look at Trayvon's game and the interceptions and the impact that he has in, in, in uh, covering guys and, and shutting guys down and, and all that and say, man, he should, he warrants this. Right. But then you can also look at some situations where you say, well, he doesn't tackle very much. He doesn't hit very much. And you look at it from the CD. Now, now turn it to CD. What doesn't he do well that you would say, ah, got some questions there. I, I don't know. There's not as I'm sure there are some, but there's certainly not as many or th- that you can think of off the top of your head like you can with Trayvon. So I would say the Diggs contract will probably be more difficult, and that's why you, you have to sign one or the other. And I realize Diggs, you, you got the fifth year option on, so you get an extra year. Um, I, I think Lamb is more of the sure bet in in my opinion through the first three years of their careers. So he's the guy I try and get done first, and then worry about Trayvon after that, and you can. You know, you can use the franchise tag on him after this year if you, if that's the direction you want to go. Todd, is there any thought in your mind about with Pollard? And I know you'll start to, when you get to the combine, you'll start to catch up on, you know, the players at certain positions, the running backs. I, I've seen them, several of them. It's a, it looks like a deep draft with the running backs. And would there be any thought about not tagging Pollard and taking a chance that somebody wouldn't sign him? and maybe that you could get him back? Well, I don't know if you take the chance of wouldn't sign him, right? Because, uh, But maybe you do more to sign him before the March 7th deadline on the transition tag to get a deal done so you have those numbers firmed up and you know where it's going to be. Again, Tony Pollard's a, a case that we, w- w- what we just talked about. 
you're, you're developing your own guys. You want to sign them and keep them. Uh, so maybe they, the Cowboys, in my mind, in my opinion, just my opinion, the last three, four years, they've been too slow to the uptake. And I'm not talking go. on the DAC one. Yeah. I'm not talking on the DAC contract specifically at all because they made DAC a fair offer in 2019 that would have paid him roughly the same as Wentz and, and Goff, two guys from his draft class. And he played it out where he wanted to wait and, and he got everything he wanted. So kudos to Dak and his team for, for how they operated that. But I, I think for the Cowboys, they need to be more proactive in getting their guys done. And I would do that here with Tony Pollard. And I'm not saying you got to spend, you know, 15, 14, 13 million a year to keep them, but maybe there's a number that you can come up with that makes it make sense on a three, four, even five year deal just for cap purposes that you keep him and then you can draft one of your guys because this is a two man job these days. And that's why the tag makes sense to a degree. But if you can get a free agent, I couldn't give you a name right now. Let's say a 750 yard free agent guy that is still up and coming, maybe not as good as Pollard. And then you draft a guy, well, then you kind of covered a little bit. And it, you know, we, we know what running backs value is and, and where they are on this offense and what they mean. Um, you know, I, I can see them not tagging Pollard, but I just don't think that sends the right message of if you draft and develop, you keep your guys. And if this buys sure. you time now, between now and March 7th workout a deal, between now and July 15th to sign that deal, I, I think that's something you have to do. Todd, what do you envision the Mike McCarthy play caller being like? <laughs> um. I mean, I, I kind of feel That's like that. One. Yeah, I kind of feel like though that you're going to get, you know, with Solari and then you know with Schottenheimer kind of setting things up for Mike. I, I just wonder, you know, do you have a, a vision of what he might be as he or what the offense might look like? So the the automatic thought is you go back to his last couple of years in Green Bay where it wasn't very good, yeah. but you forget the first decade that he had when it was very good. Right. So. Um, you know, it's, it's for, for, you know, as a kid who grew up in Boston, I remember Larry Bird in the beginning being able to run. Everybody else remembers Larry Bird sitting at the end of the bench, protecting his back and he couldn't move anymore. So it depends on which, what you want to fixate on as to what this offense will be. I, I think the decade of Favre to Rogers and a Super Bowl is, is probably closer to what it will be than it was at the end of his time with Aaron, where, they were butting heads. They weren't getting along, and the offense got kind of stagnant. Um, I think this could be a good thing for Dak. I think this could be a good thing for, for CD and a good thing for the offensive line just to have new voices and new ways of going about it because this has been all that they've all really ever known. Um, so this is Mike McCarthy getting his wish as to something that Jason Garrett never got at the end of his time. If this is going to be on me, put it on me. And Mike has told us a thousand times, he misses play calling. He misses the, 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 the element of going head-to-head against somebody and proving that you're, you, you're better than the guy across the field from you. Um, I'll go with what it looked like early in Green Bay as opposed to what it looked like at the end of Green Bay. It's Todd Archer with us here in the G-Bag Nation. W- what do you think their confidence meter is in, in Michael Gallup and, and him returning to form uh, after that injury? Yeah, well, forget their confidence meter. It has, it has to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, and if it doesn't, then the contract extension that they signed him to last year 
was not the right play. And we, we can always talk about it's the second year off of a major knee injury is when you kind of revert yourself back into form. And I don't doubt that Michael will be uh, raring to go in shape, fired up, attack this off season, do everything he needs to do to find that form again um, and, and be better than what he was last year. Uh, but if I'm the Cowboys, I'm also getting myself some protection. And I don't mean I'm going to go get a James Washington type and draft a Jalen Tolbert type. You have to almost prepare for the fact that his best days are done and you've got somebody ready to go, not just Noah Brown, not just Jalen Tolbert, not James Washington, but a legitimate guy. That's why wide receiver is at the top of the list. And look, it's not going to be in free agency week. Just dust off those, just cross off those names that, that everybody's going to think of. Uh, I, I think it'll be an early round wide receiver that, that they have to take. Could it be one? I know, Broadus, you love the Tennessee kid. Is that too early for him? No, I don't think so, Todd. Not at 26. No, not at all. So that, but but then you get into the cornerback situation. Well, yeah. heck, heck, you got Jordan Lewis. Who knows when he's going to be able to play again? You got Diggs' contract situation we talked about. You got Anthony Brown, who's a free agent coming back from the Achilles tear. Will Kelvin Joseph be on this team? Um, who else? We got, and you got Deron Bland. So of their five corners that I just mentioned, the most secure guy you got, at least under contractual uh, issues, is Bland, a rookie. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I think corners at, at or near the top of the list as well. Now, uh, is, is it inevitable that they're going to do the uh, the restructure or extension or whatever on, on Dak to alleviate his cap hit? I think so. Uh, I would say more of the restructure than the extension at this point, although we'll see. You know, Steven said at the at the Senior Bowl that he can see Dak for another 10 years as this team's quarterback. I'll take him at his word. That means that they they would be open to an, uh, an extension. I, I mentioned that to Steven at the opening press conference at training camp where we were in Oxnard, if that's something that they would look, yeah. at, look at, and he said yes. Um, but I think it probably makes more sense. The most sense is maybe do nothing and just carry the $49 million cap figure and figure out elsewhere how to make it work from a salary cap's perspective. The, the likeliest point is probably restructure and gain the $22 million that you can and then put this all into the he has to get it done this year because, again, I, I mentioned history of, of guys with DeMarcus Ware and Dez. Well, history also tells you if a quarterback has been this your team's starting quarterback for this long and he's not taking your team to an NFC title game or Super Bowl by now, he's likely not ne- – he's never going to do it. So it does. why double down or triple down in this case – and, and extend it out again. That's something that I would think they would be thinking about. but And that's why I think restructure this year to gain the cap space, even if it messes, muddles the cap here up in 24 and 25, that you're in a situation where you can draft a guy to be Dak's replacement in, in 24 or 25. Todd, do you think that when you get to uh, Indianapolis, the combine, the end of the month and stuff like that, that, a lot of these questions that you're having right now are going to be answered. Hell no. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No. Um, They're going to do what they always do. They're going to have guys come in and on and off the bus and talk to them about contracts. And they're going to be, I can't believe that guy wants that much money. Mm. Oh, maybe we can get this guy back on this kind of a deal. Um, But will there be any firm answers while we're up in Indianapolis? It would be, it would stun me if, if there are firm answers on, on the, on a, not the Pollard decision on the franchise tag, but 
it would stun me if they ever a contract extension really with any of their 19 unrestricted free agents because when you're this close to the testing the market, unless the player just says, hey, I don't want to leave, this is what I'll take, and, the, and the, everything matches up perfectly, you do it. But if you're a player, you'd wait until you get to the open market because let's say the Cowboys are offering you five a year. There might be some team out there that's going to give you 10 a year. So you take the 10 or at least bring the 10 offer back to the Cowboys. So that's another reason why I think it's the, the combine is good to set parameters uh, on things. And, but I don't think anything will be finalized by the time they, they leave the combine other than putting the tag on, on Pollard and the other, look, we've not talked about it, but, or maybe you guys have, and I've missed it. Do you think about tagging Schultz again? That's 13 million bucks. Eh, it's a little rich. But it, and it's a good tight end class. Do you tag Donovan Wilson? Yeah, that's fourteen million dollars right there for a safety. I don't think I'd go that high. No. Uh, but it, you know how they keep their own guys is to me a, a fascinating part. And I'll have a story later in the week on ESPN.com about how they should either stretch the budget, stick or stand stand pat with guys, or just simply let guys move on. There's there's a whole bunch of avenues that they can take that I think will set up. We'll tell you what they're thinking as to how they're approaching 2023. You know, Jerry came out and was kind of talking about how people do business and stuff like that. And do you think that was just lip service or was he, you know, are they really, like you said, you're going to give them some options and kind of walk us through what they might do. do you, you know, you're, I think you're being very thoughtful about this. I, I wonder if they are, are they just going to, they just always say that, that, yeah, we see what other people are doing and, but no, we're just going to do it the way we want to do it. Well, I think they're going to do it the way that they want to do it. Sure. And, and Jerry said incorrectly, pointing out that the Eagles went yeah, it was had an all-in yeah. year. That that now the Rams, if you want to say that, fine. You know, you're trading away the draft picks and taking on the contracts that you took on and things like that. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll grant you that one. But you can't say Philadelphia went all-in this year and, and win or else when they have two first-round picks this year. They still have a young team. They're going to have to rebuild that defense especially the front because those guys are are getting up there in age um but no i think the cowboys have their plan and and i don't think you're going to see them go out and do a branding car set the market type deal on a free agent um i don't see them last year they played the what would you i guess it's still the low end of the market just get to the middle of the market and i think you'd make people happy as opposed to just always looking to win the contract win the deal try and make your team better. Um, I think there's too much of, hey, they're trying to win the deal as opposed to trying to do everything they can. And I get one question I'll ask everyone out there. You said no one understands the size of the check that you would write to yeah. win a Super Bowl. Right. Pro- prove it. To prove us. it, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, so how, how do you prove that? How, you can't just say it. You, you got to go out there and, and kind of stretch yourself a little bit, which is what he did back in the day. And they've not stretch themselves in quite some time when it comes to spending money on outside free agents, which again, I'm not like the hugest proponent of that because we've seen it not work plenty of times. And you guys started talking about Washington. We've seen it work plenty of times there, not work plenty of times there. So, but I think there's a way to do more than just spend minimum salary benefit money on guys to improve your team and and find guys that can help you right so away. So you don't you and real quick, you don't see Payne then being an option here the defensive tackle from the Commanders. They're not going to go I can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not going to spend 20 I, I million dollars a year on a defensive tackle, right? Right, cuz then it's 
twenty million a year that you're taking away from a guy that they've known for for however many years. So, I, I, Broadus, you've told me you've told me with Jerry never say never. Yeah. So I'll never say never. I'll keep the door cracked, but I don't think you'll see Deron Payne coming through that door. If that's yeah. what anybody is wondering. Todd, you're a super beast. Thanks for the time. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. There he goes. Todd Archer, ESPN, ladies and gentlemen, always bringing the cowboy knowledge right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Let's get you the Wooly Bully top 10 list of the day. National Muffin Day. Are you muffin or muff out? That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, I got a good feeling it's about to get contentious up in here. Happy National Muffin Day. Obviously, the holiday that is keeping kids out of school and uh, people out of work, like the General Gavin Dawson and the Wooly Bully himself. They will both be back tomorrow, but uh, if no one's wished you a happy National Muffin Day, allow me to be the first top 10 muffins coming up in a few minutes. Are you muffin or are you muff out? But, muffin. Uh, Let's go muffin. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't understand how you could be muff out. Like, if you're anti-muffin guy, what's your what's your beef here? Because there is such a wide variety. It's bread and flavor. So pick your flavor and let's go party, all right? But uh, what's the best flavor? We'll find out all together here in just a few minutes. But uh, I did want to acknowledge one of Broadus's favorite quarterbacks of all time. Thought he might be the next, I, I think he called him the next John Elway slash Joe Montana. His name, of course, is uh, Paxton Lynch. He was almost a cowboy. He was a first-round pick of the Broncos back in 2016. He went 15 of 21 for 136 yards and just a disgraceful to the game interception and was benched for Quentin Dormady uh, in his XFL debut. And uh, I believe that is the official end of the Paxton Lynch era being paid to play football. I think he's been benched in every professional league now. 
100%. He's gone from NFL benching to CFL benching, probably a USFL benching somewhere in there. If the Arena League was still floating around, he's got an Arena League benching. Well, that's true. Maybe maybe he can hang tough and get one more official benching under his belt before he officially hangs him up and he can uh, go just tear it up in the Arena League for uh, about two quarters before, well, before the inevitable benching occurs. I've been wrong about some players in my day. Is that the most wrong you've ever been about a player or maybe just more specifically Joey a quarterback? Joey Harrington, I always say Joey Harrington was when I was really wrong about coming out of Oregon. <laughs> thought he was going to be a super beast. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a super beast, and all he wanted to do was play the piano in a lobby of a <laughs> crowded hotel lobby, you know? <laughs> Wait, what? Is that? Is that the, is there a, there's a story there. Oh, he's a very talented piano player. Joey Harrington Joey on Harrington, the keys? Yeah, very, very, very talented musician. You know, yeah. But he he didn't want to be an NFL quarterback. He well, you he, go to Detroit, wanted, and that'll he make to you play with Steely Dan. So he wanted to play. <laughs> nothing will make you lose your love for yeah. football quite like putting a Lions uniform. Paxton on. Lynch was the one watching him play at Memphis that I really thought with you know his the size, the arm strength, the ability, the mobility. I really thought he was going to be something that, and I and I felt. I felt a little bit vindicated when, because that was a draft where I was, you know, with working with Jeff and KT at those guys at the time, and and we were all that was Johnny Manziel draft. Yeah, it was 2016. Yeah. Shout out to uh, yeah. Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it? No, it was before that, wasn't it? Zach Martin's 2014. Yeah, it was before that. It was the 2016 was Dak. That was the Dak draft. 26 yeah which when did is they the, get the center is the paxton lynch draft travis frederick yeah when was that, that i remember was being thir- people so upset that was no thir- bro that bro was we drafted a center bro <laughs> yeah we traded down <laughs> yeah kept trading down and then we took a center no. that no one's heard oh, of no you just bailed he ends up being the best center in the sport no no you bailed i mean you just completely what really what was the paxton lynch draft again i mean well it's 20 it was 2016 wasn't it wasn't that the 2016 draft i, I thought paxton they, lynch was 2016 you're asking a guy that can't remember what he had for lunch <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i know what i had it was a shrimp po boy yeah. thanks to you well it was delicious it. by the way uh let's see here when was paxton lynch doing the draft thing um anyway i've had a good run since i've had a really good run since with, on quarterbacks yeah i mean with mahomes had a good run with him. Josh Allen's been a good one. Kind of my top guys have kind of kind of done a little bit better job of that. So the Paxton Lynch draft was 2016, which means it was the Zeke draft as well. Wow. And because it, it was the year they I wanted Paxton was, Lynch and they ended up with yeah, Dak. And they ended up with Dak. Well, they also wanted Connor, Connor Cook. Cook. Man, that was 2016. That's amazing. Uh, I, I could say I just thought that he was going to be special. I really, really did. And, you know, I remember getting in arguments with – you know, when we were working on the draft and building the boards and stuff, and I, I was adamant about him. And, boy, you talk about wrong. Gosh, I was wrong about that one. But I I've, I could say I've rallied a little bit here lately, you know, with uh, with Mahomes and then also with, uh, you know, with uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You've redeemed yourself. I'm um, trying. If, if you would have, if they didn't fire you for your Paxton Lynch mistake, you would have circled back and nailed it with well, one of I, these Josh Like I said, or, I was – how about this one? <laughs> yeah, let's try this guy. What about this one? Uh, I I just felt like that when when Denver took him late in the first round, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, show you all you people yeah, are yelling vindicated at me. first yeah. rounder. God, Elway, uh, 
didn't show very much there the evaluation of the quarterbacks he's run through. Yeah, that's a great point. It's yeah. a great point. All right, as we do uh, every day at this time, usually brought to you by the Willie Bully. 2016, huh? Let's jump into our top 10 list at 420. <laughs> now, uh, I do have a Willie Bully update. He was he was showing me yesterday when we were doing our BetQL show. Uh, he was showing me a Toyota Camry. I believe it was a 2014 Toyota Camry. So two years before Paxton Lynch became a, a, a yeah. giant NFL bust. Uh, there was a Toyota Camry that was made, and it was uh, allegedly local, and, and uh, Walchuk was excited about it. Best deal, boom, let's go get a Toyota. These things, you can drive them into the ground, millions of miles. And was I just millions, asked them. Was there millions of miles on it? I think there was like 100K on it. 2014 100K Camry, that thing should still go for another decade uh, or more. But uh, I just asked him, hey, you, you're going to get that Toyota. He says, no, it was false advertising. Big bummer. No. So back to the drawing board for Walchuk and his uh, his nightmare <laughs> Car What's issues. he driving? Any time had flood damage in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. How about how about I was how about I was at dinner the other night, ran into a buddy of yours. Oh, like, that's right. He was sitting across. It was in the uh, sushi place. I meant to uh, was, throw he, that in best of the weekend. Oh, were you? Yeah. He's yeah, it's it's our mechanic. It's the guy that's yeah. kept Walchuk's now dead car alive Helped for the Sean, last few years. Helped Sean's he, uh, saved Sean's Jeep. Right? Saved Sean's Jeep. Yeah. He saved me a million times. Mike Osmond, Carrollton, Mike, yeah. Ice Auto, Super Beast, Big Time Tolo, and yeah. he. He sends me and Walchuk a picture of the back of a cul-de-sac head, and he's like, I know this is Broadus here sitting behind me at whatever sushi restaurant. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. He was like, send this to Broadus, because like, I want to I want to talk to Broadus. So Walchuk screenshots the picture, sends it to Broadus, puts me and him in a group message, and Broadus is like, oh, yeah, well, I'm chatting with him now. So you got to have a nice conversation yeah. with a great Tolo. Yeah, him and his family were sitting there having a nice meal. That is so funny. That is so funny. So Walchuk, back to the drawing board with the car. It is funny, man. It, when it rains, it pours. Walchuk just moved out of his parents' house. He, it's like he's got to pay rent, and now he gets the car troubles. You know, it just sort of happens ne- that way. It, ne- it never goes on your schedule. Okay, uh, muffins, boys. We're all we're all muffin guys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, who's not a muffin guy? Yeah. So, do we have a particular? So my, gr- my grandfather used to call girls, by the way, muffins. Muffins? Yeah. <laughs> he brought that new muffin over yeah, last yeah. weekend. Oh, and- that's your muffin right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Grandpa. Yeah, no, today you would cringe. Yeah. You would just go. I still cringe. I cringe just telling you guys about it. You know, Bro, something about being in here. You just want to tell the truth to everybody. It took me like two full years of being married to my wife before my grandpa stopped doing the whole. Oh, this isn't the same girl you brought over last week, bit. Uh, Real funny, Grandpa. Like, thanks, pup up. I appreciate that. So does she. She gets it. You know, we leave fighting here every time, right, yeah. Grandpa? We leave. You are fights. you are the foundation to our issues. Okay, <laughs> can you please pull that one you know, particular punch? We did that story last week about Tiger Woods and and uh, Justin Thomas walking down the fairway. And Tiger in the tampon. Yeah. Did you, I, they they showed a clip about golf kind of back in the day, and there was a guy named Fred Funk who was a neighbor of mine in Jacksonville. He plays on the seniors tour now. Fred, Fred, like, he was playing with Annika Sorenstam, the lady golfer, and she outdrove him. And so, like, Tiger goes, oh, you know what that means, Fred? You know, and, like, he put on a skirt, in, like, in the middle of the fairway. Like, he put on a skirt. So he played the hole in a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like great. he was sitting there and like everybody's like going okay that's when golf was kind of you know and like he was lining up a putt and he was kind of kneeling down and he goes tiger which way do you see and he goes 
No, it's a ball to the left. No, two balls to the left. <laughs> so they were more heavy-handed with their sexist jokes yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they were like, they're like, now he's got Amica. a sneak at tampon, and yeah, and, and, and the then, photo guys, the photog's still gonna catch it. Yeah, see, that's the thing about it is like everybody's losing their mind. Fred Funk put on a skirt over his slacks and played a hole with with Annika and right. Tiger Woods. Okay, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about in there? I don't know what you're talking about in there. <laughs> Freddie and the Funks, man. Freddie and the Funks, they're a wild bunch. Yeah. 214 says H-E-B blueberry muffins are the single best thing that God ever created. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. How about that that Otis Spunkmeyer? Spunkmeyer. Oh, anything from that brand on. Yeah. I'm on, dude. Yeah. I'm with you. Aren't yeah. those, isn't that the brand we have downstairs in the Is little, it? Uh, it the might little be. convenience area? I've never been in there. It might be. Man, they got some bona fide <laughs> muffins up in there. Dawson keeps that place open. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. It's like the Dawson grocery store. It's probably his spot. You know, <laughs> I had to tell us yet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I had a stretch where I was concerned. Consuming those particular muffins downstairs in the in the lobby. Yeah, that's some joints. Every single day, the banana nut. The banana nut. You gotta warm the banana nut up. The chocolate chip. The uh, the blueberry. You gotta warm them up. Yeah, man. it wants about five to ten seconds in that microwave. If that's you, all it needs. If you yeah. get a blueberry muffin that weighs like four pounds when you pick it up. That's a blueberry muff. You know. Or, or just a muffin in general. Yeah, but it's got that. I want it to fit in, like, it, it needs to yeah. fit my entire hand. I don't yeah. want these mini muffin situations. No, no, no. I want no. mad butter in it, too. All the butter. Unhealthy levels of butter in it. Yes, dude. <laughs> I, lo- I love them. I love them to death. Like, when we were in Oxnard and they do the continental breakfast, the main thing was, like, snag four or five of those packaged muffins and just pocket that bad boy. Bag. Yeah, scouting bag that thing and just snack on them all day. Uh, so are we going with the banana nut number one, Lucius? Always for me. Okay. Always. I'll co-sign that one. Yeah, I think banana nut is the best. And the tried and true blueberry, you can't blueberry go wrong. Blueberry can't go wrong. Yeah. That's not a go wrong either. The chocolate one. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the, the chocolate muffin with the chocolate chips, so you're double chocolate. Mm-hmm. And it's just like in the moist muffin out of the package. It's like, that's better than the homemade. Just give it, it, it like, that's the one thing where I'm like, yeah, it's better packaged. That's what I do it for. I want that thing processed. I hope it was made a year ago. It's going to be delightful out of the package. Red velvet muffin outside looking in. That oh, was a shocker. Wow, yeah. That was, that was a, sh- that was a surprise. Monkey bread muffin coming in at number 12. Just Never missed the cut. One. And how about the carrot cake muffin? Not entering the top 10. People have not had a carrot cake muffin, and that's all that tells me is America is just a, a few steps behind. We'll circle back They're in a couple of years. It. They're not seeing it. Uh, carrots are good for your eyes. That's why I said that. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. That's good. That is good. Damn. I tried. Swing and a miss, my brother. Yeah, I tried. Uh, but you right. have to explain Three it. Three at the plate. If you have Monday. to explain it, it's not, not as good. Yeah. Pumpkin muffin number 10. Man, that is a, a late bloomer in my pumpkin. That's what Lucius' or, grandfather my, calls girls, too. My hey, pumpkin, pumpkin there's muffin. a pumpkin right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. The pumpkin muffin, well, I was late to the pumpkin muffin party, but, and I'm not really a pumpkin guy when it comes to the pies and the Thanksgiving and the pumpkin, but my gosh, that pumpkin muffin's getting it done. Get a little uh, get a little icing on that thing. Uh, raspberry muffin coming in at number nine. I'm sure it's delightful. Raspberries are incredible. Banana chocolate chip muffin. Whoa. Okay, Whoa. so that's another combo. iteration of the banana combo, muffin. Combo, yeah. Banana does well with the muffins. Like that's just yeah, that's that's a staple. Double chocolate chip muffin. We all know that one, guaranteed. That's number seven. Lemon poppy seed muffin. Here we go. That's coming know, in at number man. six, dude. The lemon poppy seed is know. absolutely fire. Don't you I like, don't you I like lemon, that. But the poppy seed thing I can do without. Really? Yeah, I can do it without that. On the muffin, I can. Uh, banana nut muffin at number five. That's way too low. There's respect, but it, 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 
like worst case, that's a Mount Rushmore muffin. Yeah, yeah. Apple cinnamon muffin. This is where they draw me off sides. That's offensive. Apple cinnamon muffin. I'm not an apple cinnamon. It is better than the poppy seed one, lemon. Well, I couldn't disagree more. Yeah. Uh, the coffee cake muffin. Man, coffee cake is incredible. And, and the thing about coffee cake, it's like, can I get away with having that for breakfast in the morning? Mm-hmm. You can. It says coffee. 100%. Yeah. It says, says coffee. coffee. Yeah. coffee Rules yeah. are rules. Chocolate chip muffin number two and the tried and true never failed a single soul blueberry muffin number one on National Muffin Day. Ladies and gentlemen, there's your top 10 list at 420. Wooly Bully back tomorrow. General Gavin Dawson back manana. Uh, How about this one, though, before we get into the five o'clock hour and and barrel into the expressway commercial freestyle? Let's go uh, with the prominent voice in the world of sports, uh, sports and television. He suggested something that completely ticked me off. It's going to tick you off as well. I'll tell you what he said next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Thank you, Lucius. Would you pay to watch the Super Bowl? Just right there in your own living room. How much would you be willing to pay? It looks like that might be on the horizon. Not necessarily in the next year or two, but could be the case. And I'm going to give you the details here in just a moment. But I do want to do some cleanup on the muffin situation. 469, for some reason, the truckwreck.com fan text will not allow me to respond to you at this very moment. But yes, cranberry orange muffins were on the list. They were at number 14. Or number 14, so they were four away from That's cracking the bad. top That's 10 list. Bad. Anything with cranberries, I think it's pretty good. Cranberry, Cranberry and the orange, orange combination is a good thing, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be pretty tasty. I've never had it. Uh, and then I also mentioned an icing on a muffin, and the 559 corrected me, and they're 100% right. If there's icing on the it's muffin, a cupcake. It's, it's now a cupcake. Yeah. No question about it. So appreciate you, Tolos. Five the other o'clock. thing that Lucius's grandfather calls them, cupcakes. Uh, yeah, pumpkin, pumpkins. Ooh, you cupcake with <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're 12 minutes yes, away <laughs> from the, hopefully the NFL taking notes on some things the XFL was doing. We'll get to that, and then we'll get you into the Expressway, LA Live, 5 o'clock hour, always a, uh, a super party. Bobby Belt will uh, be thrown in the mix there, but I did see and hear former ESPN Headman John Skipper, uh, and he's one of the one of the single biggest voices when it comes to sports and television. And he was at the forefront of ESPN or television sports. Uh, yeah, tele- televised sports. He <laughs> was uh, he was at the forefront of ESPN changing their business model a little bit. And he's no longer at ESPN. He's with Metal Arc Media now, but he is uh, the former ESPN chairman. And he is alluding to something that uh, might end up happening over the next, I don't know, five years, 10 years, whatever it may be, uh, where he believes that people are are going to have to pay to watch the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl pay-per-view event. And it's something that we're used to getting for free forever. And it's it's one of the one of the biggest events of the year, certainly from a television standpoint, and then just a community standpoint, everybody, you don't watch football, you're still watching the Super Bowl for the commercials, the halftime show, the camaraderie, the whole nine. And so he is saying that uh, he says 50% of the country does not want to be left out um, in terms of even the 50% that don't really watch football. They want to be involved on this Super Bowl Sunday. So he says 
if half the country is watching your game for free, how many of those people would pay a big sum of money to watch the game? If you just assume half the people that watched would still watch, if it costs $250 for a household, you're just going to have bigger watch parties, basically, is what he says. He's like, I don't know how many households. I assume it's half the households who watched. If only a quarter of them are willing to pay $250 to have a party at their house, it would still get you into the billions of dollars for one single game, and that is the single best way he can think of for the NFL to increase their annual revenue stake for their clubs is to make the Super Bowl a pay-per-view event. Now, I just wonder how people react to that. 250 like 50 bucks is one thing, but it makes sense 250 bucks if you're thinking about a random UFC fight costing 100 bucks. The Super Bowl is at least double that and in this case even more so, he's just throwing a number 250 bucks a household. Would you add the number to whatever you're doing with the red zone packages and stuff like that? That if you get if you got NFL Sunday ticket, would you instead like your of your grandfathered in well, for like, the yeah, Super Bowl no, as you, well? You have to pay you have to there's an added on charge. To to you, you pay like say a hundred yeah. Say you pay a hundred dollars to that. Save you hundred and fifty bucks when yeah, it comes save, to Super yeah, Bowl so Sunday. So yeah, you you get you get the Super Bowl if you buy the NFL Sunday package. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there is. Maybe they will have some some strategies that that go along with that, and and some people will certainly capitalize on it. Hey, I I'm think I think for... I think people will absolutely pay for it. Yes, I think the people will I'm with you by and large. I think people will say, you know what, if we can get it, it's like, you know, like we do shows like with Lucius and stuff like that, and he he's always talking about paying fifty, sixty, seventy bucks to watch a fight. You know, mm-hmm. and so, you know, right there, he's like, ah, I don't want to do it. But what does he do? He pays to watch the fight. You know, I mean, I I think everybody, you know, that's totally into the Super Bowl. I think you just write about having the parties. You just get everybody together and kick it in. You know, you get you're going to have a party and everybody just kick in, you know, 20 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that I, I would like to see them. I would like to see them not. Well, maybe the charge for like, you know, Joe and Flower Mound would be different than, say, a restaurant or a bar. You think the, the restaurants like, and bars should pay more? Well, yeah, I, I think yeah, if, I do. If, they, if you got multiple TVs, yeah. I don't know how that works because they do, I mean, plenty of sports bars are doing the pay-per-view fight stuff on a random right. Saturday night, right. and, and I don't know if they're paying extra, if they're just paying the same thing. I, that, I think they're probably, but to me, I mean, I, you know, I, I would, I'm just trying to think about how to, you know, if they're going to do this, you know, limit the cost for, you know, like Joe and Flower Mound. And I know it's a big, 250 bucks is, now if, you, if you're not going to a Super Bowl party, that's that's a big number to go. What? Yeah. 100%, dude. I that's can tell you right big, now. That's a big number to go watch, you know, to watch the Super Bowl. I'm always going to watch the Super Bowl. I'll, I will find a way. I will never be the guy that just paid 250 bucks and buy myself but watching. Yeah, I saying. will go on a pitch in thing. Yeah. You know, I think that's right where the Super Bowl watch parties will grow. If you're used to having five to 10 people, you might have 10 to 20 people at your watch party. Everybody's pitching in. Or the effect, as you mentioned, the sports bars, a lot of people would just elect to go to their local sports bar and watch the game there. They have to now, sports bars and whatnot, you have to get like a commercial license to get this, right? Because I was going to buy like a fight before and maybe charge people to get in. And it was like, you can't do that. Yeah. You have to have a commercial license once mm. you step uh. into that realm. Okay. 
Yeah, see, see I, I, yeah, that's, now, I don't know if it's the same, but I know that's yeah. pay-per-views as rules. Yeah, because some people would just capitalize and say, bro, yeah. I'll pay the 250 you come Boom. over to my house, I'm going to charge you a cover, I'm going to probably charge you for, for booze or something, we'll get some keggers in the back, and I'm going to charge you big time mm-hmm. on it. So, well, but, I, but maybe they're not allowed to. I know when I was leaving Arizona, when we were on the plane coming back after the Super Bowl, I was talking to some people that went to a Super Bowl party, and like a VIP package was 300 bucks. That was table, food, you know, access to watching the game on the TV and stuff like that. That was 300 a person. So, I mean, I mm. mean, that's that to me, I, I don't know if I would, I would spend that. I'd tell you if, you, if you gave me a good seat and fed me and it was unlimited drinks and stuff. Yeah, you I, get the all-inclusive all package. All-inclusive, yeah. I think that would be, that would make it more worthwhile. Yeah, I think uh, the the NFL would probably make a ton of that. It would be another uh, addition to their greedy ways because they're already making money hand over fist, but there's always more money to be made. And John Skipper's telling you, hey, yeah, the overall viewership will drop, but um, the amount of money for 250 a pop, you only need a certain percentage of the people that already watch to watch and pay for it, and the NFL's just going to crush that way. A lot of people on the truckwreck.com fan text right now are saying, absolutely not, no way, not going to do it. And a couple of people are are noting, like the 469, hey, it, it, it costs much more for sports bars to air these kinds of things than the average person okay. at home paying yeah, for that, it. Yeah, that, I you know, apologize for my Their ignorance. parents own a bar, so they okay, know. Okay, well then, good. If they, I apologize for my ignorance on that. I, I kind of felt like that, okay, you're a bar, and do, do you, is it by certain amount? Is it by... How many you have in the bar, you know, with the occupancy, you know, that kind of thing? I mean, yeah, 817. My uncle owns a bar and he pays two to three K for a pay per view. Okay. It's a licensing fee again. Like, okay. you cannot get it and, you know, have your own event without paying for that licensing fee. Now you're if like a business. Okay, right. if that's the case, then, I, then again, I stand corrected on that. And if you're already paying two, three grand for that, by all means, I hope you get your money back on that. Yeah, I think uh, plenty of people are saying like, hey, dude, I'm not going to sports bars. I'm not trying to socialize. I'm trying to watch the game for free. And if it's going to cost me anywhere even close to 100 bucks, I'm just not going to watch it. And that's going to be what it is. And the NFL will be comfortable with that because plenty of people will pay for it. And even though the, the viewership numbers go down, the dollars go up. And unfortunately, that's probably where we're heading. The evolution of the Super Bowl, it's been free forever, five years, ten years from now. I don't know, maybe sooner. But uh, that would be certainly unfortunate. And there's no way I personally would pay the 250 I'm going to have to gather and do it at my place or go to somebody else's place, drop 10 15 bucks, and and do it that way. But... Yeah, that one, when I saw that, I'm like, gosh, he's probably right, and I don't want to kill the messenger for it, but bleep you, John Skipper. How about that? All right, let's head into the 5 o'clock hour. I hope the NFL was taking notes yesterday. We'll talk about it next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.